Hello, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's going hey, everyone. on? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Gateway, Gateway to Anime. Anime. How you going? We almost got that in sync. That, was, that wasn't bad. We didn't actually practice that. Either. We should have practiced we that. We should practice because that. Because we didn't quite get it. <laughs> it's very disappointing in <laughs> retrospect. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. How are you? Now, today, actually, I've got a guest in with us, and it's actually my sister, Charlotte. Charlotte, how you going? Hi. Nepotism. <laughs> well, that's why I'm here. Hi, I'm good. I'm good. So happy to be on this show and talking about what I love, which is just anime, really. So That's why. Yeah. It's a different board thing, yeah. It really well, is. I asked Sam if we could mix things up because we were kind of very male-focused for the first few weeks. Yeah. Um, and he thought we'd, uh, we we're going to talk about Josai or Josh? Josai. Yes. Josai. Shoju and Josai. And Sam, kind of, you didn't really have much to contribute there either. Unfortunately, so I don't. But, um, well, mostly, I, the demographic is young women. And it's not me. It's not you. So no. I've watched a little bit of it, of course, because I think some of it's really, really interesting. But I thought, why not get someone who's in the demographic and actually likes that stuff? Yeah, well, I am a fan. It's interesting because it's something I got into a little bit later in my anime game. Like I started right. being way more into the classic like Naruto. Well, you and, and I were both Naruto did, kids. Did totally. you guys, yeah, did you, were you guys like watching it together? No, or? we weren't actually. Ah. I, was on it, I was on it earlier because you were very young. When I got on, I was stealing it. the DVD. Oh, you stealing? Is that yeah, how that I was happened? watching it at the same time? I just like really? went into it. Yeah, no, I was watching it at the same time. It's a... so funny. So you were both okay. actually up to date at the same time, but you were probably at that age where you weren't close. And yeah. you guys have always been pretty close. Oh but... no, Sam just like wouldn't talk to me because I was annoying little sister that was yeah. stealing his anime DVDs. So. I didn't realize Fair you were stealing them. Was that how it happened? Yeah. I thought we got into it heaps later. No, not at oh, all. Well, no, that's I've been into it that whole time. Ah, that's awesome. So I were learned you, something were you like stealing and returning or did you know where he was up to? No, I was just like, I honestly think at certain points I was ahead of you because you had wow. that whole the VCD, pile. We've already, yeah, we've yeah, already yeah. talked about this. The yeah. VCD pile. No, totally. So I, I think I would just take a marathon it. Like, yeah. So, so cool. I don't know what point I was up to. But I also wasn't telling you because you wouldn't let me take them. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, now you know that right, I stole. Cool. That's so great. thank you for my horrible That's and great. expensive addiction thank, to anime and manga. Thank is... Lachlan McAllister and that random guy at his school. Yeah, shout out to that random guy Whoever Lachlan that McAllister's random, school. That, that hero. He's a hero. Sam still hasn't seen episode 134 through 172, I'm pretty sure. Any filler? Is that the filler? Where did that go? Any filler. No, oh, that was yeah. a big filler. Yeah. <laughs> Any was, filler, I'm out. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's the way to do it. You were right. And that's how um, I got through 170 episodes plus in like a week. We just skip those fillers. And that is a word to the wise. Old Google, fillers, Naruto. If you're watching any of the old Bleach as well, don't watch the Bound arc in Bleach. Oh, don't, don't do, do it, it to it. yourself. Jesus, skip it. But I One couldn't. Piece, just watch the whole thing. It's not even filler. This is what I hear. Yeah. 920 episodes? Yeah. He's halfway through. It's crazy. It's disgusting. Mad respect. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyway, so I love anime and started like watching anime when I was about 11 I think makes sense and by the time that I'd like smashed out all of Naruto all of Bleach uh didn't get into One Piece at the start but like yeah, those kind of mainstream ones that were easily accessible to us I sort of tried to kind of find as I got older I wanted to watch more kind of like different genres of things like dramas and comedies and I thought I only really had had experience watching action anime and, mm, shonen, and yeah. shonen particularly it sounds yeah. like yeah. Oh, yeah so i kind of wanted to experience what other genres were in the anime world which obviously there are a lot and obviously the next one 
Adjacent to Shonen is Shoujo, mm -hmm. which is a basically just that the demographic is aimed at younger female audiences. And what actually defines Shoujo is it if it was where it was like published as a manga, which for people who don't know manga is usually the source material for the anime. It's like comic books. And 99 times out of 100 it's the source yeah, material. Yeah, I mean, there are some original animes that hmm. mostly you'll find it's an adaptation. So I started looking into shoujo, which got me into a couple of things, which I think I'll talk about at a different episode. Um, yep. Some of those iconic ones, which mm. is like Fruits Basket and things like that that really got me. And then I wanted, as I got older, something that kind of was talking about themes and stuff that I was experiencing in my life, like, you know, dating and sex and <laughs> like that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. which actually there's quite a lot of animes that explore all that stuff. It's a lot, actually. Yeah. And it's really cool because what I think people like about anime in general is that it's escapism in its finest form. It's oh, yeah. like a lot of fantasy, a lot of that stuff. High concept. And what's interesting. High stakes. Yeah. And also they make the randomest thing the highest stakes. You suddenly yeah. be like crying over like a food competition. Like, that's another one I'll talk <laughs> about later. And it's I don't know how they get you, but they do. With the realistic romance ones in mm -hmm. the Josai genre, which is basically just means it's a slightly older demographic of females still. Um, that it's aimed towards. With more adult themes? Yeah. I can bring it into a... Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah the words maturity and realistic play yes. a major role in, yes. in this genre, I think, or this demographic. But even though it is realistic and that is the point of it, I think what really drew me to it is that because in particular the ones I'm talking about are very specifically Japanese, mm -hmm. which is very different culturally to how I grew up in 90s Western Australia <laughs> versus like 2000s Tokyo yes. and just the dynamics and so I found it really interesting just to kind of broaden my horizons of that too and I think that's part of the appeal in watching these shows understanding that there's like a universal kind of human emotion like it's actually they, they really get you I don't know it's hard to explain no it's, not at all why don't you tell us what start with uh, one of these shows which which one okay. got you first well after a while of watching like magical girl power ones, which are great, and I'll talk about that later. Um, oh, we didn't like. Is this like Sailor Moon territory here? That's shoujo. That's shoujo. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, like shoujo. Okay, that then, magical yeah. girls actually a whole genre in itself. Because that it was is. that was on Cheese TV too, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Iconic. around the oh, Dragon yeah. Ball Z kind of time. Um, the writer of that's actually married to the writer of Hunter X Hunter. Yeah, it's just like a manga power couple. Oh. Yeah. So the first show I'm going to talk about, and this is one that really surprised me because I. Yeah, it's a show called Nana or mm. Nana. I need to figure out how to pronounce it, actually. Hey, look, we're going to mispronounce everything on this yeah, show. Yeah, I know. So I'm so sorry. It. It's no, not actually it. no excuse. I just... N-A-N-A. Um, -A -A. You take that as you will, people. Yeah. It was a manga that was uh, published in Shoujo Beat, which technically makes it a shoujo, but this is where it gets confusing because it totally has Josai kind of vibes. Yeah, this now, happens a lot, doesn't it, where they yeah. kind of meld into each other? Yeah, and I think that both. really you could probably put this as a genre as romance yep. and music. Yeah. There's also a whole genre of music anime as well. Oh, <laughs> yeah. there's every genre. You could, it's basically like... Angel Beats. The only thing that makes anime is just that it's animated and Japanese. Yeah. And then it's a completely like every genre you could possibly mm. imagine exists within it. And they've got the four major demographics, which we're already talking about. And then, of course, in every genre under the sun within those dem age demographics. But since we're talking about gateway anime here. Yes, we are. I'm kind of thinking about things that I wanted to watch and without like were quite like accessible and similar kind of themes to what I was already kind of exposed to and interested in. So the thing about Nana is uh, I'll just give you a like rundown of the plot please but it's just about two um basically it's a 2000s anime that's adapted from the manga 2000s episodes no 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 no, no. what it was uh, oh, year the year 2000 holy shit thank god we're in the 20s now thank god we're in the 20s because like i get again. these i get these projects 
each week. And <laughs> Here you go. Watch 2,000 episodes. Already burning time with my girlfriend. So <laughs> Yeah, you might have to get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, that one might be like uh, Brett will talk about it in season seven of this podcast. <laughs> but, yeah. but it all right. Look, right, it's really right. hard to right. maintain a relationship when Anxiety. you're a fan. It is. I can't. <laughs> it is. One or the other. Yeah, you got to dedicate yourself. <laughs> I can't. So the reason it's called Nana is that the show is about two different characters, both in their 20s, called Nana. One who is Nana Uzaki, and she is a punk singer from rural Japan who's moving back to Tokyo after taking a hiatus from her successful punk band. And another one, another one, sorry, another character called Nana Komatsu, who is a... 20-year-old who's just moving away from her rural country town again to move in with her boyfriend who she's following after college. So this is two completely different characters, the punk rock Nana. Both named the same. Yeah, they've okay. both got the I'm, same name. I'm, uh, I'm noticing a theme of this week. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we'll more, um, more into that later. <laughs> so Nana Ozaki, um, the punk singer, is obviously a completely – she's – the coolest looking character I've ever seen drawn. Mm -hmm. In fact, I started watching it because I was like, who is that? What is her story? Like, can I change her? Like, I needed to watch it. Like, it was, <laughs> she was truly something else and totally, yep. I, at 15, tried to rip up her style to. Can you, can you describe her for me? Oh, she is like, she's got like short black hair. She's got like smudgy eye makeup. She's got like un unrealistically long anime girl legs with like rip stockings, tartan. Yeah, that was she you wears... at 15. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, my anime legs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> weird. Uh, but she also has like Vivian Westwood. She's obsession. Oh, nice. Actually, funny story. Uh, when I was around about 16, I did try to be her when I cosplayed <laughs> Nana. <laughs> Zaki. Where? Um, at a supernova. I know, was it, was it Wycon or supernova? God, Perth people what? will know what I'm talking about. Like two oh, conventions. Oh, yeah, that, that, that room you... that they had with yeah. the 14 people. And no, no it was bigger than that. No, it was, it was massive. The now it's yeah. huge. Yeah, I used to help like run and volunteer for Wycon, but I dressed up as Nana and I thought I looked great, but actually I just had a black t shirt that I just put white out paint and wrote like the was black it like seeds on it. From Batman? Was it like Nana down one side and Nana down the other that side? That would be such a good cosplay, and I should absolutely. That is a good cosplay. You can call it yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Yep. Uh, yeah, the, the white out paint with her band name on the cut up black t shirt that was inside out from another band shirt I owned was probably. Not the best, but, you know, I think people got the idea. So, hey, look, as an fine. effort for, a, what, were you 15? Yeah, that's all right. It's pretty badass. That's fine, yeah. It's 10 points for effort at least. Thanks. And the series was created by the mangaka Ayazawa, who also famously did another series called Paradise Kiss, which is also very, very cool, and I recommend it. The opening theme song is Franz Ferdinand. Actually. Really? It's, um, well, do you, do you, no do way. you want. So, I mean, that's very 2004. Well, it's like Jojo Bizarre, a Bizarre Adventure has yes Roundabout, yeah, you know, I think season four. So it should. Yeah, yeah. Like... I have noticed they use a lot of, uh, I mean, even if they're Japanese bands or singers, they use a lot of English in the title sequences. Mm -hmm. um, Nothing. Is there a reason ever. for that? Do we know why? I'll have to look into that. It's a good okay. question. Sometimes if you're watching a dub, I know that some uh, anime dubbers, like Funimation, often will actually re-record really? the song with an oh. English singer. Sometimes. I Just don't watch dubs. Usually I'm watching like... subs because I've been told to watch subs and we're going to, do a whole dub sub episode, I believe. Oh, we will. Oh, uh, I've got to be on on that one. You you know, you're going to fight me on this, I've got you? three anime dubs that I reckon are better than subs. This is completely off okay, track. That's like, and I've got three. my own opinions on the films, but we've tangented pretty we hard have, here. We so have. We'll go back to Nah. But we, back don't to worry. Nah. There, there, there's a debate coming here. Great. <laughs> I all look forward to it. So basically, 
Paradise Kiss was following a bunch of young adults and college students going through fashion school and it was all about the trials and tribulations of being a model and like what is really interesting and makes Nana stand out and Paradise Kiss is that it follows a lot of adult themes. It's about relationships and it's about sex and life and heartbreak and the whole premise is that these two characters called Nana run into each other on a train and have an unlikely meeting and then a series of events unfolds they end up moving into the same apartment together because they go to the same opening and they can't afford it separately and they've met each other on the train so they decide just to move in together even though they're both strangers and so sets off kind of a series of events where you follow Nana and her band and other Nana discovering her boyfriend is cheating in the first episodes and then she's kind of stranded in Tokyo. Ouch. And so it's all, yeah, it's a bad time. He's not nice. And then she gets treated terribly throughout. But what I liked about it, it was really honest. And I thought it romanticized a lot about love at the start. It sort of was just as quick to, to tear that all down and kind of, it was just quite a realistic depiction of, you know, being a young adult, not when I was watching it at 14, I obviously couldn't relate, but uh, now I can. Now it's just like my life dating in the inner west. You know? <laughs> um, except I'm not dressed like anywhere as near as you got, good you got as got You got to have fashion, mate. Yeah, she's way cool. We're talking about a cricket <laughs> anime. Maybe we've got the uh, inner west thing. Welcome to the inner west follow a band. Sydney. Yeah. Man, there's so many. Oh, Gasper Sands. These amazing animators. <laughs> Gasper Sands, the anime. It's manga coming. writers. Oh Can you please come to Sydney and help us create our, our dreams? Um, yeah, so to me, the main appeal of this show and I think that I would show it to people who are not necessarily as kind of anime trained so yeah, that's no, no. a weird way to put it totally but people who are not quite sure it's their thing because it is hyper realistic well this is what I think is really interesting about it is that like this is why I'm, I was keen to do this episode because I know if you are getting someone into anime you can like here's a here's a, an anime about two women in the alternative music scene who meet and like share their lives together. It's like not what you think anime is, right? But this is the whole point. I think this is the level of depth and the level of the breadth of genre and, and storytelling that, that anime gets into. As you said before, all it needs to be is animated and Japanese. Yeah. That's it. And That's it can it. be anything. And this is the thing. What's so interesting is that, and I've, I've, I haven't watched all of Nana, but I have watched a fair bit. I just, yeah, it's, it's such a beautiful, simple relationship story and like it's some of the most beautiful and touching stuff I've ever seen in any genre or, also, or format of storytelling you know it's gotten incredible because it was 2000s was when the anime was made but it was obviously written slightly before that yeah, and uh, one of the major obviously the true love story in non-romantic ways between the two female friends yeah. and that's the thing is that their whole support and that's the overall message like they both have trials and tribulations in love and and they you know there's a there's a lot going on but I think at the end of the day there's always their love that they have for each other yes. and like the, the power of friendship, which is a very anime trope thing, but not oh, yes. in this sense. Like this but is actually the way, unique. Yeah, the way yeah. They, they explore the power of friendship here is, is, is fascinating. Yeah. And I think that's why anime doesn't have to be huge fights and crazy like, you know, top five saddest anime deaths of all time. It's like it can just be a simple story about two people living their lives. Yeah. You know, that's, that's why I wanted to do this episode so badly because there is something for everybody in anime. Absolutely. And I think that although this is Josiah romance, like female kind of targeted, I know mm -hmm. a lot of male and I'm not very big on the whole gender thing, to be honest. Yeah, like I, really I don't like yeah. it, but it's just interesting to break it down. Like I, you know me, I watch, I still watch mostly action anime because I love it. I love a good power system. You're a big Demon Slayer, um, aren't you? Yeah, Demon it's Slayer great. Fan. Really, really good. But I think yeah. in this case, it's slice of life is the genre. Yes. Which I think is a huge thing. And also it's just fascinating to watch human relationships that are animated, but still so kind of tangible and real and moving and simple. And beautiful. They're like, so beautiful, there's yeah. a There's a real thing, I believe, mostly attributed to shoujo, but, uh, shoujo, but it's also across Josai as well, is that it's, it's, it's very 
beautifully drawn. It's very mm-hmm. rare you see any ugly images. Yeah. In this demo, in this demographic, right? You know. Yeah. Um, and there's still kind of like this show in particular. The art style is very visually pleasing, but it's also got a really unique that they're all kind of like slightly too tall or slightly too kind of like mm-hmm. they're all kind of deliberately drawn in that sort of like fashion sketch way. Sure. Which is cool to I think it's just like her whole aesthetic and Paradise Kiss, which is the one I mentioned, is very much that. Right. And it's kind of jarring at first, but then when you get used to it, it's sort of like part of the, I don't know. It's um, important to note this is a really successful series. There's been yeah. two live action films made, which are not that bad. And as we have learned oh, the hard way. There are some stinkers. Um, anime live action rarely works, but I think Death this. Note. Yeah. <coughs> Death Note. Actually, the original. Oh, I was going to watch that. Don't watch that. Don't what are they doing? I love Willem Dafoe. It's, oh man. That's, we, that I was, am still here. I wanted, to, I I wanted to tear my eyeballs from my skull. I was so offended. Oh, by it's a really dramatic reaction. I, I guess um, I should watch the anime first then. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're doing a whole episode on that one, don't worry. Now, Brett. You've been watching something this week. I have. And what what, what did you watch, Brett? <laughs> so, I've been watching a little show called Yuri on Ice. Yes. yes. And it is essentially about a young figure skater trying to reach the top uh, for his country and on the world stage. Starts off pretty... Pretty sport anime? Pretty brutally. Yeah, it's a sport anime. I don't know if I would. This is this is what I want to discuss. It absolutely follows uh, sporting culture, but it, it there is a lot more to it than that. As as uh, as I oh yeah, as I, as I found out, I'm saying this with a smile on my face. I was so utterly utterly surprised by this show and what it sort of how it sort of captured me. And and to be honest, I I actually even asked for us to start this podcast a little bit later because I haven't finished it yet, and I wanted to see <laughs> if I could get. Through the fit, like is, is it only twelve episodes? Yeah, it's only twelve episodes. Another yeah. season? No, there's not? a movie. Do they wrap it up? Or? Apparently, there was going to be a movie, but it hasn't been much movement on it, which is crazy because it was a huge phenomenon. It won the Crunchyroll Anime of the Year back yeah. in two thousand uh, three. Years ago, if this yeah. is the first, oh, if this is the first um, podcast sure. you guys are listening to of us, uh, Sam kind of sets me a task each week. I don't know a lot about anime. Everyone only watched really films in the past, and. Uh, it gives me something based on the the genre we're going to talk about, or the um, all the topics or style we're going to t- talk about. And uh, yeah, this week it was Yuri on Ice, and this is absolutely beautiful. Mm. I mean, the I think the thing that captured me the most in the first episode was just the sequences of of um, figure skating. Mm. I mean, I love I, I like watching um, the Winter Olympics, but the Olympics come around, we all become an expert on something. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're, we're scoring the figure skaters, we're watching the divers, and we, look at we, his, we know what's going on. Look at on. his form on that shot put. Oh, he didn't <laughs> land that jump. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, that was a big splash. <laughs> <laughs> you cooked it! <laughs> so we all become experts. We really don't know anything about it. And uh, so that was one thing I was a little bit excited about, was to find out the ins and outs of uh, figure skating. And I don't. <laughs> I actually still, like I'm seven episodes in and I still uh-huh. don't really understand the scoring. I don't understand the, the structure of the tournaments. I don't understand even the styles. I've got three form and they've got their, their choreographed piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I was going to get into the depth a little bit more, but it is really just about the journey of this uh, young man, Yuri, and his being coached by who is regarded as the greatest uh, figure skater of their time, mm-hmm. who leaves the sport to come and coach this young kid in Hatsuke, uh, Kyushu, Kyushu Island? Kyushu sure. Club. sure. Anyway. Don't yeah, about the pronunciation, man. Semantics. 
uh, <laughs> comes this little rural town where Yuri grew up to help coach him, but it's more about helping him discover himself so he can be the best he can be, which is, I guess, that sort of shonen thing you were talking about is mm -hmm. that mentor-student relationship is, oh, yeah, is big thing. very strong in this. Big thing. And in a similar fashion to Nana, there is a Yuri. That, that's right. You're, or Yurio. Yurio. Because... Yeah, you don't want it to get too confusing. It'd be very yeah, confusing. Yeah, and that's his, that's his uh, rival. Starts off as his rival. I assume it, it continues to be his rival or... Yeah. Well, no spoilers yeah, here, but yes, spoil here. A lot of namesakes. Yes. That's the theme there, of this week, and, and namesakes. <laughs> and that's the... Yeah, that, that's what I I wondered. Is, is there a reason for that? Is it because they are codependent or they're... It, it kind of sounds like it's just a bit of fun, actually, from the writers. They definitely draw attention to it very early on. I'd like to think that there's a bit of fun there because Yuri... I'm not even sure if Yuri is a Japanese name. I know it's a Russian name. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't think it's Japanese. Yeah, I mean, probably is. Yeah, maybe there's a, a similarity there. Well, maybe we'll find out. Maybe. Hey, look, sometimes a pen is just a pen, you know? Yuri and Yuri. Whatever, man. Spoon and spoon. Let it yeah. happen. Gotcha. <laughs> But there's uh, another part to Yuri on Ice, is there not? Uh, I'm such a big fan of this anime. I, similar to, I will get to this, similar to you, I sort of just like heard about it and everyone was raving about it. And I went, it's not usually my thing. I'm not super big on sport animes, except now I totally am because after this actually kind of got me started. Oh, they'll do that. Yeah, yeah, they'll get you. But I liked it because obviously one of the main things is that it's a romance anime. And yeah. it's quite subtly done at the start because it is technically a yaoi, which means it's a um, queer love story between Victor and Yuri, who is the coach and the student. It's not that weird. They're not that big age difference. And look, the same I haven't even got up to that yet, but I, I know it's coming. Oh, sorry. I mean, it's spoiler there, it, alert. No, it's not really. <laughs> it's, it's there. It's, it's there foreshadowed. Pretty, it's there pretty early and it's, it's, definitely his, it's definitely Yuri's major desire. Mm. throughout it and and it's quite fascinating to watch a young kid sort of go through that sexual awakening i guess and and find the confidence to talk about it and that's the especially that's the thing i got out of it the most and, I'm, and maybe it's a demographic thing and maybe that's what it's sort of aimed at and i haven't seen anything where men have that kind of language with each other mm -hmm. even not just those two characters but even it's like his like physical coach i can't remember his name but he like even him saying you're allowed to look sexy up there and there they've got quite a physical blokey kind of relationship at the beginning and there's a bit of a bullying history almost there too but they're able to talk about being a beautiful person, being a beautiful man, and and have those connections. So you said uh, Yowie. I mean, my uh, my only connection to that is uh, South Park. I don't mean to be funny here, but the episode where Tweek and Craig get sort of forced into a relationship, <laughs> yes. but then end up together. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so Yowie is just uh, literally the title for uh, any gay romance or gay anime. So yeah, between two men, and Yuri is the title for the lesbian version or two females. So. But it's weird that it's Yuri and it, Yuri on Ice is... And there's a bit of a yeah. culture behind drawing and art work, is that right? Or, or like fan art yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah, I think there's a lot Depicting, of... Yeah. Like, um, you know, well-known people yeah. in, in, in relationships that they may not... Yeah, I think it's sort of That's like the Yaoi fan art. But in this case, I think that Yaoi anime is just like, it is just that these characters, uh, it's about two gay characters. Yeah. So, yeah, or romance. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and I think it's... um. It's not so explicit, the romance, either. It's not kind of like this whole, but I think what it is about the show is it completely smashes a lot of, like, genre stereotypes and also gender stereotypes and anything, like, it kind of creates this sort of open dialogue and it's quite progressive in that way and really amazing because you also just admire the athleticism that is put into Absolutely. the skating and just 
the one thing that anime does better than anything else is, my God, they just make you care so much oh, yeah. about what they're doing. And it's not about – it's interesting – yeah, I didn't even think about it as a sport anime because I, <laughs> you get so stuck in the relationship so quickly right? that it was more about somebody just trying to make something beautiful and precise and perfect – the Japanese the do that better than anybody else as yeah, well. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's a, a that's a, a precision ambition um, for a lot of Japanese people in their culture. It's not about the the comp. I mean, the competition is there, but they ultimately want to make something beautiful and recognize that in themselves and have other people recognize that at the same time. Yeah, really, really powerful stuff, actually. What's interesting about it is that it's because it's an international competition. You have characters from all over the world in this show represented. So Victor is Russian mm -hmm. and there's another character from Canada. Obviously, Australia is not represented in the ice skating competition because <laughs> that would that. make no sense. We do not have a massive That's ice skating team. That's why we need a cricket anime. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> really, it'll Don't be worry, one. it's coming. No, it's, um, it's really kind of an open conversation. It's not different. Everyone's there. Everyone's trying super hard. I don't think it's – yeah, I think it's a really just an open conversation about a love for a sport and it's not – putting people into stereotypes hmm. or anything like that. And I think that that's really what makes it great. And the fact that the romance kind of plays out in a way there's not a big fanfare, it just kind of exists. Right. And there's no, which I think is great. It means it's not like tokenistic. The whole thing's not about the anguish of them having to like, it just happens and no, like it's, it's to me, that's like, the perfect kind of queer storytelling. For sure. And it's not a whole I, song and dance, not a no, whole thing. No, and I mean, there's different shows that definitely would explore that and that's absolutely a valid... Sometimes it's the reality, yeah. Absolutely. But in this case, I just what I really admired about Yuri on Ice is that it just had a really realistic relationship between two characters and I bought it from the beginning. And it was just, it's just simple and good and... And, yes. and there are just some, like, there's a bit of food porn in there as well. People who like food. Like, I'm just what I love about. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> so there are some, can I just. I know you're going to say. A couple of quotes here that I, I don't ruin anything for you because they're completely taken out of context. But maybe this will entice you to watch the show. <laughs> Whilst figure skating and uh, about to go into his quadruple toe shuffle landing, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yuri suddenly has this um, lightning pivot where he goes, I'm a pork cutlet bowl fatale that enthralls men. And it's the you best. Can write and it's like, oh, my God, he is the pork cutlet fatale. <laughs> and he will enthrall men. He's enthralling me. And it's like, what, what just happened? And he, he does. Who wrote that? And you better believe he gets out on that ice. And he is enticing and amazing and you just are so proud of Yuri for discovering that about himself. God damn it. And See, that's like, why I love like this Like while shit, he's man. actually learning this particular dance I'm talking about, there's another query. He goes, does that mean I have a next stage when I perform the Eros of the pork cutlet bowl? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yes. And, and, but it, it's these stakes that are imbued. And, yes. and, and I guarantee you that... It'll mean just the same as it did for me when when, when it happened. I'm, this is the thing. You've got to yeah. trust us on this, but just watch this stuff, people. You know what I mean? Like, Look, it's, I mean, it, it actually, when you see it in context, it actually works, you know? Like, and it's that's what I love about anime so much, you know? They just, they just go all in. Yeah, think, all in. I think for the point know? of what you guys are kind of trying to discuss on Gateway to Anime, mm. I think Yuru and Ice is it a harder sell just because you're like, first it of is. all, people, what I like about it is people always kind of laugh at figure skating. Those, those guys are crazy. They are the most athletic. Like, how do you learn that? Like, how do you throw yeah. people up in the air? Like, put your, they're the most flexible. I have no, so disgusting. much respect. And oh. after watching that show, I watched it's ballet so on many. Nice. Like, 
It's, it's insane. ballet on knives. It is. Exactly. It's, and they have to perform. There's so many aspects to that sport. Same with cheerleading. Oh, hectic. I know everyone's watching cheer at the moment. But oh, you're talking about the Netflix thing? Yeah. Well, okay, now let's talk about this because maybe that is uh, one thing I like to discuss is if you have seen this particular Netflix, Stan, Amazon Prime or NBC show, then you will like Nana or you will like Yuri on Ice. Yeah. You, any examples there that you could think of that might bring somebody who doesn't usually watch anime into the into the fray? Well, I think, and honestly, just because that really organically happened, Cheer is a good example for Yuri on Ice because although I'd say Cheer has like a lot more time to go into very much in because it's a documentary. It's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but I think that... I think in any sport anime like that, it's, you just, you know, you're watching three episodes and you start just by being like, I don't really care about well, that. Well, I mean, even what? Dance Academy. Like, I, I, I have seen Dance Academy because a friend of mine helped write it. So mm-hmm. uh, I haven't seen it all. But, yeah, it's about it's about performance and stakes and learning and, and having a connection. And, like, how do, you, how do I get what my mentor means? How hmm. do I get what yeah. um, the, the, my scene partner means and how do I connect with them and how do I connect to an audience? Hmm. Yeah, how do I convey myself? And what about Nana? What would you equate that to in the uh, Western canon? Ooh. Two broke girls. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that one's interesting because I'd say as a knee-jerk reaction because it's about 20-something females trying to find their way in the world kind of thing, I would say things like girls, flea bag. That kind of stuff rings true for the relationship aspect. Two broke hmm. girls. No. <laughs> the, the, I'd feel like um, it's a big disservice to know. Uh, <laughs> was that a show hugely problematic? It was, wasn't it? I don't know. I didn't yeah. watch it. Hugely formulaic, which, you know, shows do. Anime does. And Chuck Law is a lore, whatever how you pronounce it, is a dark wizard of the mathematical creation of sitcoms. Yeah. Like, hey, walks into a room. Hey, I'm going to pitch you something. All right. That is two girls, right? One, rich, has fallen from grace. The other, bootstraps, lifted herself up. Guess what? They both found themselves in the same cafe. They're living together. And the networks go, wow, gee, that, that makes sense. That is I such fucking a know great it does. Concept. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, my God. But it's trash. couple for but women. Exactly. Did yeah. he, what else did he create? Big Bang Theory, oh, Two and a Half Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he just gets, he gets maths. It. You know, the mathematics of storytelling. And you know what? It's all garbage. But there's a reason he's made that much money. Yep. Yeah. I mean, in terms of plot line, let's be real, too, Broke Girls is the closest thing that will ever happen to that show because it is pretty much the same storyline now I think about it. <laughs> but, uh, but Imagine two Broke Girls but better, good. But really good and you know? not I was joking. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, you said that, I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> but they're not like, yeah. Anyway, no, let's not talk about Nana in such a bad way. I also think anything to do with bands and music, that kind of thing, because that is a huge aspect of it. I think just in terms of genre, if you're after romance or slice of life, anything kind of realistic. So even... Interpersonal dramas, right? Yeah. yeah. And this is the thing. It's like, obviously, we're talking about gateways here and that is our whole... But the whole idea for me is that I, I don't want to just stick to like, here's the gate, the ground floor thing. Of course, we're going to cover all that. But I also want to show you the breadth and depth that anime has to offer you because you don't need to watch a battle anime to get into to be anime just because that's what everyone sees in the mainstream. You know what I mean? Like the fact of the matter is we're talking about an interpersonal relationship between two women who are living in their early 20s and trying to find themselves. A man trying to find himself through figure skating. You know what I mean? Oh, like it sounds look, ridiculous, actually, but I, I it's actually beautiful. think, okay, I, like I actually think my dad would enjoy this show. Right? It's yeah. just that you, it, there's a stigma attached. 
And it's yeah. just removing that. And it's, of course, stylistically, it's, it's different to what we're used to being people who consume Western culture incessantly because we live in the West. But I just think this is stuff that you'll find really, really interesting and should just, just give it a shot. Shake it up. Like Shake we it up. Just, we really do watch the same stuff, guys. Oh, God. Like, and they keep stories. making the same stuff because we keep watching it. So start <laughs> yeah. watching this. Yeah. That's it. Well, Charlotte, thanks for coming down. No worries. Thanks for having me. Good to hear your your thoughts. Yeah. We, we didn't quite get into like the you know the history of uh, the Devonport family, but you know that'll come. That's that'll, another episode. We'll, we'll eat that's that a out. whole episode. That's, that's like a whole series. If we're just... Charlotte and Sam aired their grievances oh, no. from childhood. Um, <laughs> Brett mediates. Oh, Brett mediates. was born to that's... play. <laughs> that's a that's a whole that'll be our spin off. Well, um, I'm always happy to talk about anime at any given point in time. And yeah, I think what you said is it's just really good. Everyone should give it a shot because there is so much content. And to to be like, I don't like anime is saying you just don't like entertainment because there is <laughs> yeah. exactly. Have you actually seen it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. There's, you know, some people say they have a hard time connecting with something that's animated that's or drawn, and I do understand yeah. that they are completely incorrect. But you know, like, I, I understand <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, they're wrong. You understand? But I get a lot it. of people haven't cut. Yeah, they just haven't maybe found the right thing. Exactly. Yes. And we're here to give you those things. And believe yeah. me, there is so much garbage in the anime medium. I'm watching it. Don't worry about it. That's my job. I watch all the trash to find you the treasure. You know, so let me do that <laughs> for you. Real and I'm, I'm a real altruistic yeah, hero. Ben, actually, <laughs> I'm reaping all the benefits. You guys, should, yeah, just follow my list. Um, we'll be putting that up on uh, our website and Reddit yes. eventually, and you can follow where I'm up to with yes. everything that the Brett list will be will be a constantly uh, changing and a movable feast. Yeah. Hey, thanks very much, Charlotte. I look forward to getting you back on soon, and uh, catch you all next time.